State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Tez, I want to ask you a question real quick. Let's just keep it real straight shot with no chaser. I'm going to get a little bit rough. I'm here for those who really believe in the American process. All of us. Straight shot, no chaser. With your girl, Tesla Figaro, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Good evening, everybody. This is Tesla Figaro, host of the Straight Shot, No Chaser Podcast on the Black Effect Podcast Network on iHeartRadio. You are joining me for an Instagram live with a chat with U.S. Senate candidate, Gary Chambers. So we're going to bring him in. Thank you guys for coming on in. Tag a friend. Come on in. Let's have a conversation with our brother, Gary Chambers, and see what the hell is going on in Louisiana. Good evening. Good evening, Tez. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for joining me late in the evening. I have some libations here. It's just a little wine cooler, though. So. <laughs> It's all good. It's all yeah, good. It's I, good to be with you. Good to see thank you. Thank you so much uh, for joining me. I said, let me give me a little something <laughs> to drink uh, with this straight shot interview, because obviously uh, there is a lot going on in Louisiana and we wanted to have you on to have this conversation. Shout out to everybody uh, for supporting uh, U.S. candidate Gary Chambers. And first of all, let's just kind of give you a. Uh, a round of applause for having such bold, uh, first of all, one, number one, having the courage to run for office. So many people do not. Uh, number two, having the bold advertisement that you guys probably recognize, uh, Gary Chamber, for those who follow me. We've, a lot of folks follow both of us. So I'm sure we have mutual uh, cousins in the house. But for those no uh, who have not, uh, who may not uh, recognize you, I write off know the name. They certainly remember you from your infamous viral video uh, with you checking folks uh, at city council and then going into uh, running for U.S. Senate, which you've always done stuff in your hometown, Louisiana. But on the national scene, people certainly remember you from that and from those bold uh, advertisement that you have had. You have taken the advertising game up about 20 notches. I'm so glad to see it. I've been asking for that for years for candidates. And so a lot of a lot of folks remember you um, from burning uh, the Confederate flag and also the very powerful advertisement that you just had recently uh, with abortion rights. Uh, that was very bold. I know uh, that we're short on time and I know you want to get straight into it. We'd love to have you back to talk about the advertisement, why you made those choices. Uh, some that are very graphic. I would love to talk to you about that. But for the sake of time and because 
We don't want to lose folks. I want to get straight into, you know, why you're here tonight. You were where you still are running for U.S. Senate. And bottom line, Democrats, your Democrat Party uh, basically thrown you under the bus. Can you explain for those that may not understand how we got here? First, explain to them, and, and you certainly can introduce yourself with any other information that I missed, but explain the uh, the process of endorsement, because I, I think that's what a lot of confusion is. And so if you yeah. can explain that in layman's terms on what that process is and then go into how they stole it from you. So thank you so much, Tez, and thank you for always, uh, as you say, pushing the line and keeping people accountable, uh, but also speaking politics in a language that people can understand. Uh, I think that too often uh, we are high-minded when we have these conversations and that uh, really the government is supposed to work for all of the people. Uh, and so we should be having conversations in a way that people can uh, digest. And I think you do that uh, better than probably anybody else in the business. Um, for me, where we are here in Louisiana, uh, we have a real um, problem because a black man beat a white man for the Democratic endorsement for U.S. Senate for the first time in the history of this state. And the chairwoman of the party did everything in her power, literally bending rules, uh, going through hoops to end up creating this triple endorsement process, which does nothing for the Democratic Party, nothing for black voters, progressive voters, uh, white voters uh, that are on the Democratic side to actually defeat John Kennedy or Republicans. Uh, so the process here is because Louisiana has what's called a jungle primary open uh open jungle primary, we don't have uh, what is traditional closed primaries in other states. So all of the candidates run on the same ballot for no the November 8th election. If John Kennedy, who is the incumbent, is held under 51 percent, that creates a runoff scenario. That makes us the last U.S. Senate seat in the country. Uh, you end up in the runoff scenario. Democrats have the strongest get out the vote game in Louisiana. Uh, and that's how we elected John Bell Edwards, a Democrat, our governor, not once, but twice. Uh, and so it is a realistic thing that a Democrat can win in Louisiana. But the chairwoman told me last October that a black man can't win in Louisiana. Uh, she left out that a black man can't win because she was going to do everything in her power to stop him from winning. Uh, and so the endorsement process is because we don't have a closed primary, we have this jungle primary, we use that to say which Democrat are Democrats going to support. And so the Democratic State Central Committee has an executive committee who interviews the candidates and makes a recommendation to the committee of the whole. Uh, the committee of the whole then has the opportunity to give that candidate an up or down vote. The chairwoman changed these rules in March, Tess, Mm -hmm. in order to ensure that whoever was the endorsed candidate from the executive committee would not be able to be challenged because they put a caveat in that said that in order to submit another nominee, you had to do so five days prior to the endorsement meeting. Well, the executive committee meeting was last Tuesday and the endorsement meeting was Saturday. That's not five days between the two. Mm -hmm. So if, I had not won the executive committee vote. I would have had no recourse in Saturday's meeting. Mm -hmm. I won the executive committee vote. 
which they did not believe would happen. But I won it in a vote of nine to seven, which means that I was the recommended candidate for endorsement for the Democratic Party. So, just, so, so let me pause right. Let me pause right there because I want to make sure people are keeping up. So in the executive meeting, you won nine to seven to endorse you and you alone as the candidate? To endorse me and me alone. There was not even a recommendation for another candidate. Wow. A motion was made to recommend me. It was seconded and the vote was called. The vote came 972. Let me be clear. Nine for me, seven against me, and two abstained. Okay? okay. And that was on what day exactly? before? On Tuesday, August the 9th. Okay. Then on Saturday... We get to the meeting. Well, for, before we get to the meeting, originally we were supposed to all speak at the meeting for five minutes. Well, I don't know that this five-day rule is in there, so I think that I still have to go and speak to persuade uh, the members of the body to vote for me, okay? Uh, because I think that Mr. Mixon could be nominated from the floor. In fact, he cannot, and so we find this out on Friday. They tell us that we're no longer speaking at the meeting. That's that's the first thing that they did to, to say, okay, we're going to start changing the rules. Uh, then we get to the meeting, they take all of the congressional candidates and they approve them, okay? They were, all of the candidates who were nominated in the four congressional races, they got an upvote, they got their endorsement. Those who were approved from the Those executive Those who were committee. recommended by the executive committee were endorsed by the body, the chair presided over the meeting. And they voted on that? Did and they, they vote? voted on it. Okay. Under the new bylaws. Correct. Okay? Okay. Two seconds later, it's time for the U.S. Senate race. A black elected official walks to the microphone. I'm not going to even say a name. And the reason I'm not is because people who do stuff like this want you to say their name uh, so that they can get some shine off of doing the, 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 the enemy's bidding. Uh, but walks to the microphone and presents a resolution. The resolution uh, is to endorse all three candidates in the race. Now, one of the candidates uh, is a sister who's running who got zero votes in the executive committee meeting. So uh, she's she is actually a better candidate than the, the white Democrat in the race, but she didn't get any votes in the executive committee. So the only reason they used her was to be able to say that it wasn't a racial issue. Okay, mm -hmm. I just want to make that point. Right. We get to the resolution being pre presented and the parliamentarian gets up and says what the rules are. Well, the rules say that a resolution can't be presented unless it's 15 days prior to the meeting. Mm -hmm. Unless the rule is waived at the discretion of the chair. Okay, so let's stop right there just so people follow lamest terms. The resolution, bottom line, traditionally, and what just happened five seconds before that, the recommended candidate that was vote that was uh, uh, voted by on by the executive committee says, "Okay, we're going to endorse these candidates." It gets to you, and all of a sudden, a new rule, a, re a new resolution is presented to say, "No, let's just go with everybody." And typically, that that paperwork, that resolution, has to be in a certain amount of time prior to, so that folks can prepare to argue against exactly. it, to challenge it, to whatever. So they throw a monkey wrench in the game, bottom line, two seconds before it's in, in to, to prevent endorsing you and say, let's just endorse everybody. And that decision to say yes or no was up to the Democrat chair, correct? Up to the chair. Okay. Up to the chair on whether or not to hear the resolution. Okay. She waived the rules 
And then you have to call a meeting of the bylaws committee, Ted. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they said, is the bylaws committee here? Well, the bylaws committee stands up. Well, I start seeing the people that stand up and I said, okay, it looks good for us on the bylaws committee. Mm-hmm. Bylaws committee goes in the back. They vote. It comes out with a vote of five to two to reject the resolution. And the all resolution, right. just so people are following, the resolution was the all of a sudden resolution to say, let's put everybody on the ballot. I just to put everybody sure on the thing, right? Okay. They come out five to two. The chairman of the resolutions committee gets on the microphone, makes the, the announcement. The chair, now the, by the rules, they still have to vote. Okay. Mm-hmm. The chair calls for the vote. Tears, there are not a hundred people in the room. Mm-hmm. The vote comes back 80 to 40 in favor of the resolution being considered. Mm-hmm. The chair pulled 50 proxy votes out of her pocket. Wow. And Which was a part it. of that 80. That was a part of that 80. Okay. To assign, and let me explain what a proxy vote is. A proxy Please. vote is for somebody who is a part of the body of the D- Democratic State Central Committee who misses the meeting and assigns their vote to the chair to assign to a committee member. Well, the chair assigned the, com- the votes to committee members who would vote the way that she wanted the vote to fall. There were about 30 people in the room who agreed with the chair. The chair assigned those votes to those voters, and then she called for the vote. Had the vote been a vote of the people in the room, we would have won that vote about 40 to 30. Mm-hmm. But the chair pulled pocket votes out and had her way with the procedures and then she called for the vote. So then they call to hear the, to debate the matter. Two people get up in support of it and about 10 people get up to oppose it. Wow. She doesn't let everyone speak that wants to speak to oppose it. She calls for the vote again. Uh, She pulls the votes out of her pocket. She passes the resolution and she adjourns the damn meeting. Wow. So and just like only, that, they didn't she have steals a chance. the endorsement. Okay. So they not only didn't have a chance to vote on approving the resolution, which would allow, let's just put everybody on the ballot. Let's not get behind one person and put all of our muscle behind one person on damn well we'll need it. So not only did they not allow them, they, they pulled the proxy votes out to approve that resolution, but then individuals wanted to speak to be able to say, because I saw folks speaking saying, we want the opportunity to vote for, for Jerry uh, Gary Chambers. We should give an up and down vote like we do everybody else. And you're saying she shut that down and then just moved forward and said, we're just going to approve every, everybody on the ballot. Correct? That's exactly what she did. And for me, you know, I would have respected her gangster more if you just vote me down right. with the votes in your pocket. Right. Okay. Just allow my name to be called. And if you so damn bad, just vote me down. Mm-hmm. But rather because you're a coward and you're being manipulative to try to give the impression that you're not manipulating the process, you played this all out on tape. And mm-hmm. so they even tried to stop us from recording. I told them at the beginning of the meeting when they said we couldn't record, I said, this is a publicly elected body in a public building having a public meeting. You're going to have to put us out if you're going to tell us we're not going to record. And so they didn't want us to record because they didn't want us to show the world what they were doing. And for me, the biggest concern is 
that if you have a party that is 60% black in the state of Louisiana, and that if black voters make up 34% of the state, to tell me that we got to have white candidates on the on the thing in order for white voters to show up, that means that we have a warped perspective of what we should be doing. I'm not trying to cater to racist white ideology. I'm trying to motivate people to be better or motivate the people who agree with me to show up to vote. And it's the, the truth of the matter is, in the election that John Kennedy won, he was elected with 536,000 votes. In God we trust, everybody else bring data. He was elected with 536,000 votes. 26% of black voters in uh, New Orleans showed up to vote in that election. 32% of black voters in Baton Rouge and 28% of black voters in Shreveport. What does that mean? Those are the three biggest black cities in the state of Louisiana. They're the three largest cities and they're the blackest cities in the state. And if 20-something percent of the black population is showing up, you're never going to win a Democrat in that election. Mm -hmm. In the elections where the Democrat governor wins, 50 percent of black voters showed up in each of those cities. Now, why did 50 percent of black voters stay home in that same election? Because mm -hmm. we gave them a moderate white Democrat as a candidate that they did not want to have as governor who produced a Ronald Green situation through state police where a black man was beat on the side of the road and the governor did nothing about his state police where black folks are dissatisfied with him. And he's leaned his endorsement on my opposition. And we believe that a part of the chair's reasoning for doing this is the party certainly can't endorse a black man that is against the governor who's the head of the party in the state and the governor endorsed another candidate and that candidate not get the endorsement. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year? Their year. These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue with its powerful, DC turbo engine? Well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Now, for folks who are who may not uh, follow the, the, the nitty-gritty of politics and understands the importance of an endorsement because you talked about this on The Breakfast Club as well. I know I've talked about it. Charlemagne has talked about it, who have, who have said, why don't they put money behind the candidates who do have a chance to win? Explain what an endorsement means because we don't want people to think that it's just you saying, oh, just like me, 
explain how when when the party gets behind because just for those who are new to listening to me i am an independent uh i was a democrat all of my life like most black folks uh in 2010 after uh after uh, they lost the house with barack obama in 2010 in florida that's when i became an independent because of my frustration with uh how they treated black candidates in florida how they never put those resources behind black candidates black media uh all of the get out to vote strategies that i've seen them do with other strategies so that was my reason for even you know have having discussed with the democrat party so explain to the folks what an endorsement means and the money and the power that comes behind that when you coalesce an entire party uh, behind a candidate so so tez i'm i'm you in reverse i when i first started voting i was an independent uh and i registered to become a democrat when barack obama ran for president because in order to vote for him in the primary i had to be a democrat uh and so i became a democrat because of a candidate right an endorsed candidate who had won uh, a primary process and, or an endorsement process uh and what comes with the endorsement is resources and money from the national level can come into the democratic party that can be applied to that candidate to help build out infrastructure that infrastructure is door knocking it's phone banking it's mailers it's uh tv advertising and it may not be directly from my campaign but it's in support of our campaign by the democratic party uh the democratic party can pay for office space that the campaign could then you send volunteers to use uh in different areas of the state of the state that would save the campaign money it's a coordinated effort by the party and the candidate to help elect that candidate and where i may have a limit on resources financially that someone can give to me which is $2900 to our campaign you can go to chambersforlouisiana.com and make a contribution uh but the maximum contribution contribution is $2900 but if you if you are a person who wants to give more than that you can then roll over that donation to the party and the party can apply those resources to be helpful to the campaign and so the reason that the establishment fights so hard to control the endorsements or the the person who wins a primary is because they control the money that helps win the election and right. so Mr. Mixon who is my opposition is polling at 8%. Without the endorsement, there's no way his name recognition would ever get to the point to su- supersede mine, and we're polling at 24-25% at this point. And so we are the leading polling Democrat against a Democrat who raised less, who raised money at a slower pace than we did, and the Democratic Party still says that they 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 believe he's somebody that they should bet on. 80 days to the election and you going to tell me somebody polling at 8% got a chance to win. Right. And let's also talk about because that's important that people understand the money that you got it out the mud too. Like this 29% that you got out the mud from the grassroots level working on the city. Ain't nobody level. gave me nothing. That's what be clear about it. Be clear about it, brother. Be and and listen, what what offended me, what offended me so much is that the one time I win something when I played by your rules you steal it from me you know like like every time we have come through this process people have worked their hands against us and the one time we win you say fuck it we going to change the rules in the middle of it and so if you think we going to be quiet about that no we not we're not yeah well so so bottom line using a foot and somebody uh tag let me put let me um 
hashtag uh, you're I'm putting here now. If folks want to donate, I'm putting it, pinning it down here. So bottom line is uh, they ran an audible. They changed it in the middle of the game, literally. And feel free to use that on your – they ran an audible. In the middle, the quarterback was supposed to move the ball, and they decided to say, let's go in the other direction. The problem is you created an audible that don't have a chance in making a touchdown. That's the problem. See, it's one thing if you change the, you change the game for a better chance to loop, to win. It's another thing when you have an audible and you change the game and you're running in the opposite direction. So we just want to be clear that the that you beat them once by number one polling higher than everybody else. Number two, you had the folks in the room who supported you. You had the votes to vote you uh, by the executive committee. You had the folks uh, who were willing to stand up and testify and put it in writing like the old blues song, put it in paper on your name. And every step along the way, they cut you at your knees. So we want to be clear about this. So when folks ask me, why do you criticize the Democrat Party? Well, because 90 percent of black people vote Democrat, whether I like Democrats or not, 90 percent of black people, voters, not the population, because we got to be very clear about the population versus the voters. 90 percent of black voters in America vote for the Democrat Party. So I criticize it because I want to make sure that my people, whether they get it or not, have an understanding of the house that they're living in, have an understanding that somebody is beating on somebody in the house. Somebody is abusing somebody in the house. Somebody are, is not taking care of their family. And this is a prime example of how the game is played and how folks that look like us, let's be very clear, how folks that look like us are used against us and not for the betterment of the people. Is that a good summarize? I, I could not have said it better, my sister. Uh, I, I think that I think that where we are, you know, we're calling for Katie Bernhardt to resign. Um, but but beyond that, we are calling for black people uh, to mobilize behind black candidates who share your values, even if the party is working against us. And that's why it's so important for us to show up in massive numbers to prove them wrong. Because from my perspective, in five to 10 years, we are going to be the majority of the people making these decisions. And so we can't wait until we're at that point to begin to rear up our engines of understanding how this process works, put some of us in position so that as more of us come in, that we have the institutional support to be able to make this thing work. I understand that this institutional stuff has worked against us, but what we understand is we are fighting to get in the institution to tear it down from the inside and build right. it to, in a way that works for the people. I understand it's broke, but I can't fix it from outside, and I ain't really trying to fix it. I'm trying to get in there and tear everything up in there because it wasn't designed to work for us, That's but right. you can't fix it from out here. There's only so much we can do as advocates on the outside. Tez and Tez and I can both tell you probably a thousand stories of conversations we've had with elected officials about how they should vote or what they should say and how they can maneuver a thing. But it's another thing to have somebody who has the 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 courage to say something 
and to actually cast a vote in favor of the people, no matter whether you're going to be praised or criticized for the vote that you take on behalf of people. And so what people get out of me is somebody who doesn't care about it being invited to the party. Clearly, they don't want me in the club anyway. Okay, I'm coming for you to go do your bidding on behalf of the people in those rooms. And that's why they don't want me in those rooms. Yeah. And and let me and let me double down on that, because I want people in the comments to understand that you have a role, too, because my my motto push the line politics until something happens. Even the logo, it shows each person doing their own thing. One person pushing the P, the U, the S, the H and then the kid on the side that's watching. So I tell people, just like you said, we need people inside the house. But I would also just for clarity. And I know you mean you mean the same thing. When you're building a house, you have people who are building the interior, who are putting in uh, the drywall, who's putting in the air conditioning, but still there's somebody on the outside laying those bricks. And so for those of you family that say, I don't know where to get in, how do I get in where I fit in? There is a role for you in this process. If you in the comments, go comment on, on what's the name, Katie's page. Go comment on the DNC's page. Go ask Cedric Richmond, because I'm definitely going to ask who's over at the at the DNC. Go ask Jamie Harrison, who was running around here. And this, and this is me, not Gary Chambers talking. I want y'all to make clear. Y'all go tell Jamie that I said when he was running around doing everything but putting out a rap record, uh, black is blackity black on black on black. Where is Jamie Harrison when it's time for him to step in and say something is not right? Because I went and peeped Tom Girl's page and I see her standing up there with all the people that I just named. So these are the type of things that while people are in the comments supporting, what we also need you to do is hop on over to their page and ask them what's happening and why is it that this this is happening. So we all have a role. And I just want to give a quick shout out because, you know, I have a training coming up September 10th. I want to put that out there in Atlanta, Georgia. And it's for reasons like this, Gary. We have to have organizers. We have to have candidates and we have to have operatives. It's a free training in Atlanta, Georgia. The, you can uh, text push the line to 66866, I believe. The registration is in my bio. If you are in the Atlanta, Georgia area or even folks are coming from Alabama, folks are coming from Shreveport, people are coming from South Carolina everywhere to this free training, 7 a.m., 7 p.m., nonpartisan. And it's just to talk about things like this. Not speeches, not stump speeches, not panels, not interviews, but literally what are the tools to build the bench that you're talking about? Because, yes, we need people running for Senate. Yes, we need people running on the local level. I'm a fan of the local level, the city council, county council, the state rep, the state uh, Senate. But we still need people taking a, a bite out of this U.S. Senate as well. So for those who are saying, oh, you never had a chance, you shouldn't have did it anyway. We have to keep intercepting. I'm really on my football. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> we have to keep intercepting until we win the game. And for those who say, oh, I knew it wasn't worth it. Well, we're looking for soldiers right now. We need people who are willing to go the distance, who are willing to do what's necessary. And even if it's the very simple thing. We're tagging them or calling them out or sharing this message or asking your elected official. Because I want to be clear, if you're in Louisiana, somebody you know is connected to this. Let's not get it twisted. City council, state, all of them all go to the same party. They all talk. And so we need you guys penetrating that message. You know, Tez, you, you touched on a lot of things that are so important there. One of the things I want to highlight is I started as an organizer. 
in my community because there were issues in my neighborhood that, that I felt like were problematic and I used my platform to do something about that. We need organizers at every stage of this to help undergird the fight. Otherwise, we just in there talking. Right. You are what makes us valid. Your That's voices right. in this fight with us make our voices valid in those rooms. And so we need you to be able to speak up and join us in this. And let me tell you something. People being uncomfortable does make them move. All right? oh, yeah. uh, you know, uh, we I've been to protest outside folks' house before. Uh, because we wanted to get you to move on an issue. And, and, and whether or not people agree with what those tactics are, I don't agree with the tactics that were displayed against me on Saturday. And so the quote that I would give folks is, you play by the rules as long as everybody else playing by the rules, but you're a fool to play by the rules when they ain't playing by the rules. Right, that's right. And I, I want to point this out, because somebody in the comments said, oh, they're doing to Gary what they did to somebody else. I want to be clear about this, guys, because this is very important. Gary beat them at their own game. There are some candidates out there that never, somebody said, I know they did Nina Turner. I want to be clear. Nina Turner's a personal friend of mine, and I want to be very clear. With Nina Turner, they didn't even allow her to play the game at all. They shut all that down. What I want you to understand what Gary did, which, yes, it, it, they were both manipulated. Things were manipulated to, to, to hurt their candidacy. But I got to be, I want to make a, put a pin in this that Gary actually won over the executive committee. That's the key. That's the key. The executive, now, Senator Turner didn't have to go through the same process with getting endorsed by the executive committee. But the DNC made it very clear, because I was there years ago, when they told Nina Turner, you'll never run. They told her flat out, we will make sure that you lose, way before she put her name on the ballot. You remember she brought it up in front of you at the day she said, mm -hmm. so. and I wasn't telling her, like I told you so, in order to uh, discourage, I was saying we have to prepare for the fact that we know that they're coming. That it's not just because we're doing the right thing or because we just know that we're going to be able to, to get votes out. We have to go in with the understanding that we know that they're coming. And it's not that she didn't know that, but she said herself, she was surprised when they came for her the second time. So I want to point that out because a lot of folks compare campaigns and you have to understand each candidate is different. Each manipulation game is different and they just continue to create audibles, like I said, on whatever, whatever they got to do. So Gary actually won over the executive committee. Didn't you say for the first time ever a black candidate beat a white candidate to actually be endorsed by the Democrat Party? So you beat them at their own game and they still stopped it. Is that, is that a correct uh, uh, assessment? That's 100 percent correct. And I think the, the, the thing to really consider in that is, is what message are we sending to young people when we say that you're just going to throw the rules out like that? That that for me, the the willingness of the chairwoman to manipulate the process the way that she did is why so many people don't participate in the process. And I think that the way we respond to that is by sending a resounding answer to them, to her that she is wrong, that black a black person can win in Louisiana. And Tez, I keep this picture right there behind me on the wall. And in the middle of that is PBS, is uh, Oscar Dunn, who was the first black man elected lieutenant governor in the state of Louisiana. 
And all of those brothers on that picture were elected to the state state offices uh, here in Louisiana in the state legislature. They passed some of the first civil rights ordinances, some of the first uh, public education bills. They created Southern University in Grambling. Uh, and so a lot of folks think that white people did these things in Louisiana, but black people did these things in Louisiana. And what it was was black people didn't just come off the plantation uh, and start uh, going into commerce. They went and got into public office so that they could do something about the laws that were written against them. And so if we're going to have a successful black ecosystem, it has to be one that's of commerce, of philanthropy, of, of uh, the spiritual aspect of wellness and of politics. We, we can't and, and we try to turn the politics off because politics has worked against us so much, but they don't want you to see this picture. Because ever since this picture was created, they have been working to ensure that we never get this shit again. That's right. Somebody tag. Uh, I need somebody to add uh, the Democrat chair so I can pin that in the comments, please. Uh, somebody put who, uh, Tanisha, if you can, that would be great. Or somebody put who we actually need people to add, uh, to underscore, to call, to whatever, to shame. This is me, not Gary. I'm telling y'all, shame them, call it out, call it for what it is. And then let's make sure, you know, that we keep this conversation going. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year? Their year. These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. So let me ask you this um, before before we get out of here. What is your plan? Are you going to... Let me, let me put... I'm tagging. Thank you, Gregory. I am pinning who y'all need to be tagging. I need y'all to be tagging. The same way y'all share other information, y'all share them leak photos, you share those comedy. I do like the leak photos, by the way. I'm a different type of host, y'all. So <laughs> y'all share those leak photos, you share the comedy, you share the love, you know, conversations and all that good stuff. This is the type of stuff that we need to be able to make sure that they know that we are watching. And so I just pinned her name, Katie L.A. Dim OS S chairs at the bottom. And let's make sure that you run on over to the comments as soon as we over, just like y'all do me when y'all got all type of opinion. Tesla, why you did that? Don't be in my comments because I'm not the one with the pen. 
Let's go to the people with the power and let's ask them why they not doing what you asked them to do and doing right by this brother. So what is your next step? So you're continuing to run, correct? Or what? what is, what is your next step in, in the game? So we are still in the race. This doesn't change anything for us in the equation. They ain't going to beat us either way. Uh, and we know that we just can't allow this to happen without calling it out. Uh, we're going to continue to build this campaign. We're going to push, though, for uh, Katie to either resign or be removed. We're submitting a formal complaint uh, to the party uh, locally and at the national level uh, because we believe that what we saw was egregious there. Um, and it's not something that I'm going to let go. Katie should have asked kindly. Katie should have asked those judges that we got to resign. <laughs> That's Katie right. Somebody, asked, somebody in the church say, ask Connie. Come on, take us all She, she should have asked Jace Boyd and some of these other folks because I don't play with white folks who play with black folks when we're trying to do something to help people. That's, That's it. Right. I'm, not, we're not, I'm not against you. I'm not trying to stop you. I'm trying to help people. And if you're going to be a, a, an impediment to that progress, I'm going to steamroll you there. And, it is, and, and listen, as long as Katie, she told me that a black man couldn't win in private in October of last year. I never said a word. I just went to work. Mm-hmm. As long as you acting a fool in private, I understand the game of politics. I can deal with it. Mm-hmm. But when you come in public and play with me, I'm going to deal with you like them old folks say. When you play in private, I'm going to deal with you in private. But when you cut up in public, I'm going to deal with you in public. And I got a big damn microphone and I know how to use it. I know that's right. Let me go ahead and, in case anybody want to play with me. When you play with me in private, I'm going to make it public. We, it's gonna, it, and it's going to stay public. We just want to make sure, you know, everybody do politics different. I, I do it the, the gangster way. So if you play with me anytime, private or public, we're going to make that shit public and everybody going to know about it because I don't like to get played with. <laughs> I know you don't either, but you know I gotta make sure, just in case anybody listening, because I know the opposition. Yeah, I know the opposition is, so we got to. I got to make sure they know. <laughs> we gotta make sure they know. But support uh, Gary Chambers. Definitely, the best way to support him is, and I tell people this all the time. That's great when y'all come in my DM. Oh man, we support you, man. I I got it. I need you to be love me in public. Speaking of private and public. We need you to love us and love Gary, love on Gary in public. They have to see. You know, I tell people all the time, this ain't the business. I know people think, oh, this, oh, you're doing this to be seen. I can be seen a hundred different ways. I can sing. I can rap. It's a whole bunch of stuff I can do. No, this is a calling. And so we need people to have the, the, the courage. If you can't do it under your real name, do it under your fake name. Do it under something to be able to show that we are here and we are not going anywhere. And I and there's a misconception, y'all. Now I'm just get on my little preaching and I'll let you go. You know how the pastor say, I'm just going to be a couple more minutes and I'll let you go. <laughs> but I, there's a misconception that you guys think that, you know, I don't have a big platform. It's just a couple of people that's, that, that watch. I don't, nobody see me. Guess what? I'm like, Gary, I got it out the mud. Didn't nobody give me no platform. This came from hustling. This came from the muscle. My daddy didn't put me in the game. My mama didn't put me in the game. Nobody in politics put me in the game. This came from hustle and muscle, period, end of discussion. So when you've been called for work like this, that I'm calling upon you, because I always say this, and Gary, I'm going to give you the last word. But You know, I always talk about this. When people say, oh, you the GOAT, you the GOAT, you the GOAT. Well, the question is, it's not about the GOAT. If you, for those who are believers, because I know you guys know that uh, Mr. Chambers is an ordained minister, and I'm a bootleg pastor. I be cussing. I go from cussing to drinking to preaching. Me too. It's all, <laughs> <laughs> it's all the same. Hey, Jesus, hey, he went to the people. The people didn't come to him. So 
Uh, it's important that you guys know when you're saying, oh, the goat, the goat, the goat. The Bible's really clear about the goat and the sheep. And people say, you know, separating the tear from the wheat. But if you go read the New International Version, they refer to it as the goat and the sheep. Well, what is the goat, Tesla? I'm glad you asked that question. In the Bible, it says that the goat will be separated from the sheep. And the sheep is not the go along to get along. The sheep is not that lady that got up and went against you. The sheep is Gary that is about the shepherd's business for the least of these. And if you are a believer, then there will become a time that you're going to have to answer, what did you do for the least of these? And the answer is not going to be, well, I waited on Gary. I sent him a DM. I waited on Tesla. No, the question going to be, what did you do for the least of these? Not for Gary, but for the people that he's serving. Not for me, but the people that I'm serving. What did you do? And you're going to have to answer. Now, if I'm wrong about it, Gary, I guess we don't have nothing to worry about because I'll just disappear into existence. But what if I'm right about it? And what if the question will be asked, what did you do? See, when you, for those of y'all that don't know me, when you come on my live, I'm challenging you right now. So you can't say to nobody tell you. You're not going to be, well, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what to do. No, I'm telling you what to do. We got it pinned down here at the bottom. Pinned Katie and her mammy too. And her daddy and kids and everybody that look just like her. We got to make sure we crystal clear about it. Pin, let Katie know we see you and then go all the way up Democrat leadership all the way to the top with Jamie Harrison. If you can't do it under your real name, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll do it under our real name. Everybody been called for a purpose in a time such as this. I'm all right with doing it under my real name. My name is Tesla Figueroa across the T and Dr. I and Figueroa. I'm willing to die for the cause. But can you at least just show up and just do just a comment every now and then? Do I got just a disciple with me? Is somebody going to be able to testify to the elders to say I had her back, to say I had Gary's back? Because at the end of the day, you are held accountable for what you do and what you don't do. Now I'm going to turn the mic over to Gary and let him close. I want to hear you preach because I've never heard you preach. Can you give us a little bit? Of, I need a little bit of encouragement. <laughs> what 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 I will say is um, when the you know, when the prophet went to Jesse to tell him that one of his sons was going to be king, he brought out his strongest son, his tallest son, his most handsome son. And he said, he ain't the one. And he went all the way down the list and he said, ain't none of these boys the one. Do you have another son? And the son that was the son he called was David. Mm -hmm. And he was out taking care of the sheep. And they asked David a question when he got to the point of ending up being the person that was called and he was the one that went to kill Goliath. And they tried to make David put on an armor that wasn't his. He put it on. He said, I can't work with this. Uh, David told them that I was in the wilderness with the lion and the bear when nobody saw me. Mm -hmm. When I had 8,000 followers on Instagram and I was talking about an ER in North Baton Rouge, I was just tending to the sheep. That's right. When they closed an emergency room, and my mom and daddy was living in a community that went from living six miles or three miles from an emergency room to 12 miles away. And we fought to get an emergency room. I was just tending to the sheep. That's it. When they tried to move the zoo out of North Baton Rouge, we held 28 community meetings and I showed up at dozens of them. And on the day before the vote, I made sure that the, the person who was working the hardest against us got exposed the most. 
And now there's a $300 million investment happening in North Baton Rouge, $25 million, which has already been spent. And 33% of that money goes to black owned businesses. I was tending to the sheep. That's no right. political position, no favor from nobody, no family connections. I didn't have all these followers two years ago. That's right. But I see John Kennedy as Goliath. And I've right. got three smooth stones. And if you stay with me, I'm going to bust his head and we're going to win this election November the 8th. So I need y'all to stick with me all the way. Amen, amen, amen. Man, I love it. He was just tending to the sheep. And guess what? To the sheep. If y'all need a little bit, we got New Testament and Old Testament. So if you need a little <laughs> bit of encouragement, I encourage you to go to the book of Judges and get the judging on these folks. Call out Katie. We got to be this this Christianity with I don't want to say nothing. No, I'm I'm from the Old Testament, Gary. I'm from the book of Deborah. Deborah said you either gonna deliver my people when General Barack, you know his name was Barack, by the way. His name was General Barack. I didn't make it up. The word said it. He said, I'm scared to go fight. I don't want to go fight. Deborah, the lady warrior, said you either going to deliver my people or he going to deliver through the hand of a woman. So, Katie, you better get it together because you don't want me stepping up in Louisiana. Now, you know I'm from Louisiana now. Rain, Louisiana. That's that Figaro. Y'all don't want that Figaro to show up because you know Figaro. You know Louisiana women different. We respond is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're not right to, we're not rap too tight. We can and we don't play play. with y'all. <laughs> Man, thank you so much, Gary. I appreciate you coming on. This will be available, guys, on the Straight Shot No Chaser podcast. Uh, that is on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Charlemagne the God has created that network, the Black Podcast Network, for this reason so that we can have conversations unfiltered. Because again, they're not going to allow us. I'm on national TV all the time. I was just on national TV two years ago. But in order to have this long, extended dialogue to go deep and to really get down to the get down, that's why the Black Effect Podcast Network was created. And so we're going to post this again to go on Friday on iHeartRadio, which is the largest platform in the world, to make sure that this message is out, and I just want it written down, and I did my part to tend to the sheep today. I don't want no... You did your part. You I did, did my part. part. You I need did you to testify part. for me, Gary, because I don't want no confusion, because I didn't oh, need a I'm whole bunch of sin. Oh, I'm going to be at the line. If they ever say anything about Ted, I'm going to say, nah, not Ted. You did my part Because I do enough sinning for all of us, so I got to make sure that I get my little tokens in whenever whenever I can. Yes, All right, guys. Make sure Thank you, you so much. Oh, thank you, brother. It's always on. I told you right out the gate, anything I can do, Anytime, you know, you need me, I am there. I let, am me, always... let me say this, Tess, sure. to, to all of the black folks, because it, it, it ain't everybody, all right? To all of the black folks like you, who, when we connect, it's a connection, and it ain't no questions, it ain't no, I got to have this, it's just, how can I help? Thank you, uh, yeah. genuinely, because in this work, it is rare. Uh, you see, a lot of people take a lot of pictures with people. That's but right. a lot of people don't ride with people. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, it's people who walk out the room when trouble start, and it's people who walk in the room when trouble start. And Tay is one of the type of people that walk in the room when the trouble start, and that's the kind of people I like to ride with. That's right. I might be the one starting the trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm with the shits. Me too. Excuse me, me Bishop. Too. I know. Shout out to Bishop Tavaswan, who's also just joined in the building as well. Uh, that, that's where I'm gonna do my first uh speech, my first uh message, if I can get through not cussing. But yeah, sometimes I may start the shit, I may be in the middle. But one thing for sure, 
this veteran is showing up and I ain't talking about no veteran, just veteran. I'm talking about military veteran, baby. I'm ready at any time. So again, anything you need, you, I got, you got it. And again, not to, I'm not trying to do a plug on the training, but it's so important. It is. Folks who are watching this, you need the, the difference between getting something done and not getting something done is having a trained staff. And so we have invested tens of thousands of dollars, over 50000 almost $70,000, Gary, for this free training so that folks can come and get the necessary resources. We just don't have a bench. I've been to all of the trainings, Congressional Black Caucus, progress, uh, Progressive uh, uh, Caucus training, uh, Yale uh, uh, for Women campaign, Vote Run Lee, you name it, I've been to it. I have not been to a training yet that has spoken at least to my heart in a way that allows everybody who wasn't appointed by a congressperson or who wasn't sent there by somebody else or didn't have an opportunity to get there. I remember going to Congressional Black Caucus in 2010 with holes in my shoes. I cried the whole time. Everybody looked at me like I was crazy because they didn't understand how I got there. They didn't know my story. So God is blessed 10 years to the date. And 10 is a reason. 10 means see those enemies no more. 10 means that, oh, oh yeah, Pharaoh, I told you I was coming in 2010. I warned you then, but you didn't believe me. So now we got to divide the Red Sea so the haves can see what the have-nots don't got. So I'm asking everybody, don't worry about who you think you know in Atlanta. Please, as any share that flyer is pinned to my page about the Push the Line training so that we can get a bench lined up for not just for Gary, but for folks like Gary and then and and then on, whether Gary wins or loses, one of the first sessions I'm doing is defining your win. It is victory right now, regardless of the outcome. It is victory. Indeed. Because anytime you raise your hand to say, pick me, I'm ready to go. That's a victory. And a lot of y'all ain't got it in you. Let's just keep it real. So since you don't have it in you, then support somebody. Hold my arms up. Don't just pray for me. Don't just send me well wishes in the DM. Go over there to the enemy. She's pinned right here at the bottom of the comments. Go over there to the enemy. But those the, the comments will be gone when we put this up. So her name is Katie L.A. and then Dim O.S. Chair. So Katie L.A. Dim O.S. Chair. Y'all run on over there and tell Katie that you're tired of her playing with your cousin. This has been Tesla Figaro, the host of Straight Shot No Chaser, sitting down with my brother Gary Chambers. Anytime you want to come in, if the invitation is welcome. Anytime you want to upload content without me, just send me the audio and we will put it out. You want to do something every day. My platform is open to you at no charge. I don't play games and all that type. Send the content. You got the content. We'll put it up. Thank My you. house is your house and you're always welcome in it. Thank you, sister. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. God bless everybody. Thanks. If you like what you heard on Straight Shot No Chaser, please subscribe and drop a five-star review and tell a friend. Straight Shot No Chaser is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. I'm Tesla Figaro, and I'd like to thank our producer, editor, mixer, Dwayne Crawford, and our executive producer, Charlemagne the God. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. 
Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine.